0: It doesn't require a huge change in workflow. It doesn't require reinventing the wheel. It can be a really small incremental change, like using a modern checklist solution, that can have tremendous benefits for you and your practice. You're listening to Be That Lawyer, life-changing strategies and resources for growing a successful law practice. Each episode, your host, author, and lawyer coach, Steve Fretzen, will take a deeper dive, helping you grow your law practice in less time with greater results. Now, here's your host, Steve Fretzen.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Be That Lawyer. I am Steve Fretzen, as the announcer mentioned, and shot out of a cannon again, today, every day, just looking forward to helping attorneys to be that lawyer, someone who's confident, organized, and a skilled rainmaker continuing to try to find great guests and, and and interview people that are going to make a difference in your life. And one of the greatest challenges lawyers have, and you know, this is all the options around technology and what's a good fit and what's going to help you accomplish the task of the day, the tasks of the day, how to automate your law practice and continue to get better and smarter and faster because time is money. And you know that that's how, you know, how the world works for you. So we want to try to figure out ways to make your time as valuable as possible. And my guest today is no different. It's Matt Rodenberg, who is the CEO and co-founder of Dashboard Legal. How's it going today, Matt?
0: I'm doing great, Steve. Thanks for having me on.
1: Yeah, thanks for being here. And you're in uh, beautiful New York.
0: I am. I am. It's a cloudy day today, but New York, New York's a great place to be. So.
1: okay. Yeah, well, I hear lots of hustle and bustle in New York. and Chicago, we we have that too, but we're a little bit less hustle and bustle. Is that the case?
0: I, I think I think there's a little more hustle and bustle here and and, and better pizza.
1: And better pizza. Okay. Oh man, well, that's going
0: to stir up a hornet's nest. Yeah, yeah, it is.
1: And I had someone from Detroit say that to me, and I went up there and punched him in the head. So oh. we don't want to. We don't want to go down that path. No, I think. Look, I think there's, and there is a New York style pizza place near me, and it is really good. So I think, I think it's just different people have different tastes. But listen, man, you're you're a lawyer turned legal tech expert. So give us a little bit of your background, so people can understand more about about you and Dashboard Legal.
0: Sure. Thanks, Steve. So I started as a corporate M&A attorney here in New York City, worked for two big law firms here in Midtown, was working on public company M&A transactions, big public company, uh, big public company M&A transactions, where I was responsible for running really sophisticated deals and was working with teams from all over the world to get things over the finish line. I started looking at legal tech when I joined the tech committee at my prior firm and was looking at tools to really help with the day-to-day. How do I run a more organized deal? How do I collaborate with colleagues in a way that gets everybody on the same page? And what I saw was that the legal tech that was being built for lawyers really wasn't addressing this organizational and collaborative need. When I took a look at the tools that our clients were using, the Asanas, the Mondays of the world for project management, the Slack and Teams tools for collaboration, I said, you know, lawyers could absolutely benefit from the efficiencies that these tools provide. So how do you bring it to them? How do you get lawyers to use these really lightweight, important tools to make their lives easier? And so my co-founder and I set, set out on a mission to address that issue. How do you build something that lawyers understand and want and matches their workflow? And that's what we built with Dashboard Legal.
1: And so you identified the issue in your world. And what are you seeing now working with lawyers and helping them to get organized? What, what are the main areas of disorganization that, they, that they're finding where they're, they're, they're killing time and not communicating appropriately? I think it's, it's two
0: buckets. The first is organization. It's, where's my stuff? I'm on a call with client A and client B calls. How do I, How am I getting up to speed? Right now, virtually every lawyer in this country is going to their search bar, trying to pull up all the relevant emails, going to their, their checklist solution or pulling documents, emailing colleagues. What we want to enable is if you're on a call with client A and client B calls, click into that context, click into de- into that dashboard and get up to speed. It's about that contextualize view of information and removing the clutter, having what you need when you need it. So that's what I would call organization. It's that click to context. Second is about how you're working together with your team. Most attorneys right now, especially senior attorneys, have an ad hoc method of task management. Who's doing what is organized in their minds? And if they need to figure it out, they'll email, they'll email their senior associate. Who's working on this? What's the update with that? With modern checklist solutions, modern project management solutions, law firms and lawyers can enable that universal view of information. Everybody can go to that checklist, which updates in real time and see, what am I responsible for? How does my part play into the broader transaction or case? And how do we feel as a team that we're moving in the right direction? And what, what has really been a An incredible learning that we've had over the past year is that it doesn't require a huge change in workflow. It doesn't require reinventing the wheel. It can be a really small incremental change, like using a modern checklist solution that can have tremendous benefits for you and your practice. And so trying to communicate that incremental change, the benefits of that, and using some really lightweight, modern project management collaboration technology is is the goal of Dashboard Legal and, and where we're headed.
1: Yeah, and I think those are two really critical elements to what can really sidetrack a small law firm, for example, in how they get work done and how they feel confident that the client is being taken care of, the matters being handled properly, and the managing partner or the senior partner isn't, isn't feeling like they're going to get let down because it's all being organized in such a way that in the communication is such that, that everybody's on the same page. Is that kind of the, the gist?
0: That's right. Yeah. It's about making sure things don't slip through the cracks yeah. and, and also implementing tools that can can just you can just use right away. I mean, if you think about most of the practice management solutions out there or the document management solutions out there, it requires a tremendous amount of investment, both of time and resources, just to get started. You have to move everybody onto a new system. You're having to learn all of these new ways to do your daily work that are not really what you're familiar with. And so the alternative is to find ways that are much easier to get started with and really can can unlock those benefits without having to reinvent the wheel.
1: So is one of the issues that lawyers have that there's too many different softwares. So there's the case management, there's the CRM there, and that stands for client relationship management tool for those who don't know. And then and then there's, you know, then there's, you know, research tools and discovery tools, and there's all these different technologies. And they have, you know, two, three, four, five. Is that is that the concern, or is that the issue that that some of them are finding?
0: Yeah, in, in the in the lawyers and law firms that we speak with, I think the the they're overwhelmed by the amount of new technology options that's flooding the legal tech market. For for decades, literally, there were just a few things that lawyers would use. They would use a research tool, they would use a docketing tool if they're litigators, and they use their email. And that's that's really been it. And then. We've seen in the past, you know, five, 10, but closer to five and under years that there's been an explosion in legal tech. And so I think that a lot of law firms and lawyers are just overwhelmed by it. Where do I get started? What is, the, what, what is actually going to move the needle for my practice? What's going to help? And a lot, of the, a lot of the practice management and, you know, other tools that lawyers are using right now are, are really important where dashboard legal is different, where collaboration and project management is different is we're talking about where you do the work. Case management, practice management software, in large part, is how you run the business of your law firm. How do you do client intake? How do you do billing? How do you track some communications? But it's really, the work is still happening in email. still happening in email and documents. So we want our tool is really built to support the work. Where is the work happening? Who's responsible for what? Where is this document? How do we bring in some lightweight communications into where we're already working? And that's and I think that's where we're seeing the most important need and the most unaddressed piece of the market at the moment.
1: Okay. So it's almost like if there was a digital agency and they had a couple of different people working on. Website, right? And they want the client involved, they want the the staff involved, and they want the person that's managing the project. They want to be able to communicate all that. So it's not about the, the, the bookkeeping and it's not about the intake and all that and dealing with prospects. It's really about the actual work and, and how that gets managed and communicated to even out to make sure that flow really, really works well.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Okay. How do I get organized? How do I collaborate? And having a digital workspace do it with your team.
1: And that's really one of the main things I wanted to get across was how it was different. So I really appreciate you taking a few minutes and kind of sharing that with us because that's, that's a critical element is because everybody seems to feel, not everybody seems to feel, but I I hear that, you know, they're all kind of like, like morphing together and it's hard to sort of figure out what, you know, what's what and what, you know, what you really need and what is more of a luxury.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, the, The ability to segment and sort information just makes lawyers more effective. Yeah. And that's what we need to build systems to help track communications and then recall that information when we need it. That's, that's where the, that's where the need is.
1: Yes. Do me a favor if you would, and, and, and let's get into the weeds even further and let's, let's, let's go through a sample client of yours, a sample scenario. So it's a, you know, X number of person law firm that you, that, that went through, you know, what's, what's the process soup to nuts of how they would, they would hear about you. Then how would they see if it's a fit? And then how would you take them through and actually incorporate the software, train them? And then, and then, then how are they using it effectively? So let's go through sort of the life cycle. So I'm, I'm that lawyer who has a 10 person firm, like take me through the whole, the process from soup to nuts of what I would go through with you. Sure,
0: you're a 10 person law firm and you're working entirely out of your inbox. Yep. You know that there's a better way. There's got to be a better way than managing all my matters out of my inbox. Okay, so you look at the market, you see what's being built, what's used. So there's practice management solutions, there's collaboration tools in the market like Asana and Monday. Then you take a look at dashboard legal. We are built into your inbox. So the change is minimal. That's the huge upfront benefit that our our product provides. So think about us as a layer on top of Outlook. Instead of folders, you have workspaces. Click into that workspace on the left side, and now you're brought into the work environment for that client or matter. You have a discussion channel where you and your team can come and talk in real time. You have your documents linked to your document management system or use our in-house DMS. You have your checklists, which enable that universal view of information. You can track tasks, deadlines, terms of documents, and you have your sorted emails, just like you would in an Outlook folder. So you can really just get started right away because we're just adding capabilities. You don't really have to go somewhere else to do the work, which is an important benefit. You can just you know, connect your email, get started right away. So the, the, the real value is how easy it is to get started. But once you start working, I think that the most important values that we've seen with our early customers is the benefits of chat and checklist. If you work internally with your team in chat, which is what Slack is, by the way, everybody gets to see the work happen in real time. You take some of the pressure off of email and you can enjoy a much more conversational workflow this is how millennials want to work. They don't want everything in their inbox. They want a conversational type of workflow. And after just a few days of using it, most attorneys see the difference.
1: And so if they, if they decide that, and sorry, if they decide that they want to incorporate this, is there, is there training provided? Is it online? How do they get this incorporated? So they feel confident that it will work and not, not get, not, you know, just, just drag out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it really takes it takes 30 minutes of onboarding. Okay. All you do is you connect your email and then all of your emails will surface exactly as they do in Outlook. So you're it's immediately familiar to the user. It takes a few days to get used to, but the the benefits really start to show themselves immediately. So it's a 30 minute onboarding, you connect your email and then you just start using it. You start chatting in the in the discussion channels. You start using the checklist solution to manage your manage your matters. So we, we really want it to be different in that way, different from DMS, different from practice management in the ease of access, the ease of getting started. And, and that's a that's a that's been a big key for onboarding our early customers.
1: Yeah, it's it sounds like it's really combining a number of other tools into one so that you don't need to have the practice management, the Slack, and, and like two or three other, you know, softwares working. It's it's kind of an all-in-one for for getting the work done and making sure that. Communications handled so what so what are you, what's the future look like? are you are you looking? Is it going to incorporate into other technologies or is it going to be more of a standalone moving forward?
0: Yeah, so right right now it's a, it's an internal workflow tool. It's for your team to have a place to get organized and collaborate. I think in the future, there's so much potential for tools to be built for lawyers and their real-time work. You know we think about the process, for example, this is a small one, but coming soon on our roadmap redlining Lawyers need to redline documents all the time. The process to do it is is tedious. You need to download the document, run the tool, download the PDF and then circulate it via email. With Dashboard Legal, if you want to put if you want to create an update and show an update, you just enter that checklist and then write in the update and you're done. Or if you want to re- use our redline feature, you just put a check mark next to version one, put a check mark next to version three, you see a red line. Uncheck version three, check version four, you see the other red line. So it's about creating just a more fluid and less tedious workflow. And the opportunities for that are abound. There's so much There's so much need for it and just simple ways to make our lives easier. And that's our priority. That's the space that we occupy. And, and I know it is for you too, Steve, as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and and if you don't mind, Matt, I'd like to flip the conversation a little bit. I think we have a really clear understanding now of dashboard legal, its value, and where it sort of fits in the legal tech space, and and how it helps lawyers. Talk to me for a few minutes, if you would, about your your decision. Well, you talked a little bit about your decision, like how you moved into legal tech, but but there are lawyers out there that enjoy practicing the law, but they're also entrepreneurial and they also enjoy technology. So, yeah, what in in the in the, the legal background that you have in, in in just being a lawyer and solving problems, how does that help you in growing a legal tech company?
0: Yeah, I I love that question because there are there are some really important lessons I learned as a lawyer that have that have been a huge benefit to, to starting this company. And the first is is really attention to detail. <laughs> Focused on all the different moving pieces and being diligent about it. I think being a lawyer trains you to do that extremely well. Same with being able to talk to lawyers. I mean, that's that's the best training there, there can be. The understanding their real need, understanding their pain, understanding the day-to-day. And there are so relatively few former attorneys that then go into building technology for lawyers that, the the vast majority of the market of legal tech is built by non lawyers, and that doesn't mean that those tools aren't valuable. But they lack an understanding of what is actually going on in our day to day, and how do our workflows? How do our workflows matter? What what needs changing and updating? And so I think that leveraging that information has been a huge benefit in, in how we've chosen to build our tool and how we've accessed the market. I think the earlier point that you you said, which is encouraging lawyers to do it and why more lawyers don't do it. And, you know, we're we're a precedent-focused profession. We look backwards. What has been done? How can I apply the success and match the future? Whereas entrepreneurship takes more of a forward-looking view. What is possible? What can we create? And that shift in mindset is, is, is rarely encouraged in the legal context. In big law firms, in small law firms, we're rarely encouraged to think like that. But when that switch happens, there's an incredible unlocked potential that I've seen with many other legal tech founders who are former lawyers. And that is really where I think where we're going to be able to address our value in the future. We're the only ones that are going to be able to do this. Other other outside forces want to make money, want to add value for you know, their BC companies or PE or whatever it is they're doing, whatever their motivation is, if we want to do this right, it's got to be built by us. And that's 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 a guiding principle of Dashboard Legal as well.
1: Yeah, that's really great. And, and again, an inspiration to lawyers who maybe are a little frustrated with practicing the law. It's become a job. I, I had a post recently about, you know, are you doing a job or do you have a career? And I feel like mm-hmm. there's a lot of lawyers right now so slammed with work and, and being handed down work by other lawyers that it really just is a job and they just go at it every day after day after day. And there are some that are going to hopefully see the light and want to you know either go out on their own or, or decide to do business development as a way to, to get more client interaction. And others are going to figure out, hey, maybe I need to get out of practicing the law and get into some other business. And then it's just about what is that business? Um, was it a factor meeting your partner and 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 is he a technology like expert guru? Is that what what makes you two a great partnership?
0: Yeah, he he's a, he's a full stack engineer and and he's really a wizard when I when I think about it. I mean, he's been able to create an incredible product and what is possible with technology these days is has absolutely blown my mind and something I rarely thought about as a practicing lawyer. So so yeah, the the my partner has been a big a big part of this and. And it, we, being able to play on our strengths has built, built up the company. The, the point you make about lawyers either choosing to, be, to become entrepreneurs or lawyers maybe choosing to be more entrepreneurial with their practice, I think is, is, is where, the, where the practice of law is going and where personal benefits can be derived in a way that isn't happening at the moment. So I made the choice to, to jump ship and become an entrepreneur. And I wake up every day, believe it or not, I wake up every day excited to look at my phone. I never felt that way as a lawyer. You know, I'm building something, I have a purpose, I'm trying to help lawyers, that has become my guiding light. And I feel like a a light switch has gone off. But even if lawyers are not ready to make that move, I think there's opportunities to embrace some of that entrepreneurship for lawyers who are running their own practices. And it can be trying to implement some new technology. How do we make the client experience better with some new tech? Let's let them pay with a credit card. Let's create a portal where they can come in and see the same information that I see. Just using some lightweight innovation to improve your process can be tremendously just just beneficial to you as a human and growing and having that growth mindset and feeling good about the value you bring. I think that's huge. And, and then using those kind of entrepreneurship ways to improve your practice as well is, is a way that you can get a lot more fulfillment out of your day-to-day.
1: Yeah. And I'm trying to push lawyers to different technologies as a way of helping them automate and as a way to help them um, be more entrepreneurial. Because if you're locked into doing the billable hour and you really need to be out there networking, be out there meeting with prospective clients and building the, building the business of law, right? And you're you're stuck inside managing and micromanaging and trying to get a project across across a finish line and you don't know where it is, and you got you have to have a tough conversation with an associate that you don't want to really address. Like it's taking away from the time you should be outgrowing. And so I think the technology tool you provide and some of the others, it's it's just it's it's a, you know, it's it is what it is, it's it's the tool, right? It's the tool of the trade. But that tool allows yeah. you to be. I was uh, talking with someone the other day. I've got a a remarkable tool I'm showing you it's this pad that I do all of my notes the notes for this podcast the notes for prospective clients that want to talk to me and I have no paper like I'm looking around at my desk and I can show you there's zero paper anywhere yeah. around me and it's it's a tool but that tool has made me so efficient in how I take my notes and make them into a PDF and incorporate them into my CRM incorporate them into my Dropbox and everything's connected wow you know i don't yeah. have to go yeah. through five you know 5 10 20 you know post its to try to figure out and that's similar to what you're talking about with someone's inbox where lawyers might get 3 400 emails a day or you know 200 a day or whatever and how is that going
0: yeah exactly and and it's it's using technology to to start to manage the increased complexity and lawyers have always done it. I mean, there's this, there's this narrative that lawyers don't want to change. Lawyers have done things the same way forever, and they're, you know, they're stuck in their ways. But I actually don't buy that. I think that that's not true. And I look, at, I look at the evolution of legal research as one of the prime examples of the ways that lawyers have always innovated. For decades, lawyers looked in hard copy books. My dad is, a, is, a, is an attorney. He looked at hard copy books forever until online research. And by the way, that was resisted by most law firm partners at first, when West rolled out their first online research tool. But then when they saw the benefit and younger attorneys started using this incredibly powerful new tool to get the same information, it revolutionized the industry. And now you couldn't You couldn't get caught red-handed in any law firm in the country without a research tool. So I think that lawyers have always innovated. They are motivated to do it. They just need to see and understand the value that it brings. And kind of coaching them and and moving them along the journey is is something that I think our legal tech industry can do a better job of as, as it shakes out a little bit more.
1: Well yeah and I think the other piece of it is ease of use and and so like just as an example I'm personally using Lawmatics for my CRM and I'm doing that for two reasons one is because it's automating how I'm doing everything for myself and also because then I'm going to be in a better position to help train and coach and help people that need a CRM like that for themselves and part yeah. of what makes this work for me is I have a marketing team and they are also using it and they're They're automating my email. They're automating my newsletter. They're automating my, you know, the way that I'm setting appointments and the follow up emails that go out to confirm and everything, my contracts. And that's in that the fact that I've got a team in place that's helping me and making it easy for me to implement, that's important. So I think the other piece I'm just mentioning to you, Matt, is the ease of use and the ease of the implementation, which it sounds like. Yes. Uh, dashboard legal is is like right there. Like it's not complicated at all to exactly. install, use, and, and and incorporate.
0: You can be up and running in 30 minutes with yeah. dashboard legal. And the, the lawmatics, I love the lawmatics example because you're talking about a, a value that the general market uses as well. There are CRMs like Salesforce and HubSpot, things you've heard of that are huge market leading categories. But when you talk about legal and what LawMatics or Nexel provides, or if you look at DMS document managers, what does what does NetDocs or iManage provide that SharePoint, Microsoft SharePoint, does not? We deserve our own tools, and the easier and more and and the more relevant they are to lawyers, the better chance we have of using them. So, yeah. if you think about a Microsoft Teams for lawyers or an Asana for lawyers, that's the space that we're occupying. And having our unique things. Is important. We deserve them, and it matters.
1: Well, man, Matt, I want to I want to wrap up that that portion of the show, and I think what you're offering and what you've shared with my audience today is absolutely critical. And I recommend everybody go look at Dashboard Legal to understand if it's a good fit for you. And I'm sure, and I'll ask you, Matt, in a few minutes to kind of give your your contact information, and it'll be in the show notes. But as I mentioned to you at the very beginning, we have now the three best of the three best of. Williamsburg, Brooklyn, New York, which is where you're from, correct?
0: Yes. Yes. Okay.
1: All right. So hit us up. If I'm coming to visit you and you're going to take me out, and it better not be pizza, although no, I'd be, I'd be happy <laughs> to take to try some some good some good Brooklyn pizza. But where would what's your favorite restaurant? Like what's the place you'd have to take me to if I come and visit you?
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I'm I'm excited to to get you over to Williamsburg, Steve. And and the first place I'm taking you to is, is a restaurant called Lilia. It's an incredible Italian here in, in Williamsburg, got a, got a great vibe, but the food will absolutely blow your mind. And we'll also, we'll, we'll head over to Nick and Sons, which is my favorite croissant pastry place. We'll go there after. So oh, I, and I know you're a foodie, got some food items for you there. Have a laundry list of, of restaurants, but I'll, I'll leave it at but that.
1: But those are the two that we're going to start with. Awesome. Yes. And, then, and then, so that's, that's, a star, that's our starter, our appetizer. Now the main course. You need to show me something spectacular. I'm coming to visit. I want to do and see something really cool. Where are you taking me?
0: Yeah. So Williamsburg or Brooklyn in generally, I think the the thing to do is see some live music. Okay. So we can we can head to McCarran Park. Everybody brings out some picnics. There's, a, there's some groups and then they'll, they'll have a DJ there or they'll have a band that's playing. There's a lot of incredible live music in New York. It's something I love about the city. And so that's our, that's our main course when you come to visit.
1: Awesome, awesome. And then what are you and other people in your area doing on a day-to-day basis that is, I don't know, could be relevant to the timing of of, you know, the COVID, you know, epidemic or or just, you know, just just things that people are really enjoying in your area.
0: So I'm going to give you a bland but powerful answer, and that okay. is taking a walk.
1: Taking a walk. Yeah.
0: This has been the biggest change for me from going from practicing attorney to entrepreneur, and it may have to do with COVID, but it's probably has to do with the career change as Well, just taking the time to clear your head, to read for the first time in a long time, read books that are not directly relevant to the practice. That is something that's so important and I, I think could absolutely benefit lawyers more in their day to day. Just taking 10 minutes, take a walk, find a new book that's outside of your practice area and, and really trying to trying to grow in that way. It's, yeah. it's easy and, and it'll it'll give your head a head a break
1: or combine them, take a walk. Like I listen to podcasts on walks all the time and books on tape, right. Or books on, on your phone. Super easy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm same thing in my neighborhood. I've, I'm seeing every nook and cranny of my neighborhood and the surrounding neighborhoods, just taking walks and really enjoying the, the fresh air. And unfortunately in in New York and Chicago, you know, we have these things called winters where it's a little, it gets a little rough, but um, Yeah. yeah, but live music, great food, taking walks. I love it. So Matt, if people want to reach out to you to learn more about Dashboard Legal, how how do they get how do they get in touch with you?
0: Shoot me an email at Matt with one T, M-A-T at dashboardlegal.com. Would love to hear from you. Some of the best part about this journey is connecting with new people and meeting fantastic, fantastic practitioners like Steve. So it was it was great. It was great hanging out with you today.
1: Yeah, this was a lot of fun. And 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 again, you know, this is this is so important, everybody, to consider, you know. Look, every automation isn't for everybody. Every technology isn't for everybody. You need to consider what your challenges are and look for solutions. And if it's disorganization and lack of task management and communication, you know, look at look at Dashboard Legal. Not not a sponsor, by the way, but I think a really cool, a really cool automation and technology that lawyers need to be considering. So thanks for being on the show and for for sharing your wisdom and your amazing technology. And we will keep in touch, right?
0: Appreciate you, of course. Well, we'll we're going to head over to Lilia uh, Nick, and son.
1: There we go. I mean, I got to get to New York. That's going to be one of the maybe for my my uh, wife's fiftieth birthday. We'll head out your way. She does like the the you know the the Broadway shows, but I think there's more to there's more than that, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, everybody, and listen. Thank you for spending some time with Matt and I today. Hopefully, you got some good takeaways and ideas. You learned about a new technology that you're going to check out. And listen, it's all about being that lawyer, someone who's confident, organized, a skilled rainmaker. Take care, everybody. Be safe and be well.
0: Thanks for listening to Be That Lawyer, life-changing strategies and resources for growing a successful law practice. Visit Steve's website, fretson.com, for additional information and to stay up to date on the latest legal business development and marketing trends. For more information and important links about today's episode, check out today's show
1: notes.